Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real with host Ray Zander. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, your alignment with Source. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Everyday Attraction. My name is Ray, and I'll be your host for the hour. We hear on this show every week, take the law of attraction to a whole new level. And the way that we do that is that we take a moment and really hearken into some teachings, some understandings that are coming through some profound channels that help us understand more profoundly who we are. But not only who we are, how we can be more of who we are so that we can more enjoy this life experience. Our whole intent on this show in understanding law of attraction is not just to live the life of your dreams and to see your your desires manifest right before your eyes, which happens when you understand this spiritual technology. But more important, it's about how can we more fully live joyfully in the moment. And our topic today is really about understanding how important it is that we stop telling the story that we're in the wrong place. I know so many of us, when we are not where we want to be, have a tendency, a habit, a momentum to simply say, I'm in the wrong place, or I've got to let go of this place, or I have to have it be different than it is. There is something wrong with this now. And there is such a an interesting paradox when we decide to call something wrong. So today's show is about saying you are not in the wrong place. Because no matter where you are in your life, there is a vibrational match to what is happening. There is something going on that is unfolding. Spirit is calling. The larger you, the knower, the seeker, the broader expression of source is present here in this moment in whatever circumstance you're going through and you are never in the wrong place unless you call it wrong because the story's not done yet there's something more but one of the first things we need to do is to drop our resistance to what is and that has been coming through our teachers uh, called Abraham, also through the Communion of Light, through wonderful Frank Butterfield, and many other leading-edge teachers talk about the significant shift in vibration when we simply resist, let go of the resistance to now. And I think in no other way does that really show itself profoundly than in relationships, personal, intimate relationships. It is so telling and sometimes challenging 
to say, uh, I'm going to judge this relationship, I'm going to judge this circumstance in a way that tells me I'm in the wrong place and it's because of him or it's because of her. And that there are ways that we sometimes take relationships to a place where they don't necessarily need to be because really the work is within us. And as these teachers keep telling us, it is never, ever, ever about changing circumstances out there, but internally changing our landscape so that the outside can reflect. And and this becomes so slippery when it comes to relationships because it really does feel like if they could just be a little bit different, everything would be so much better. <laughs> But we're going to turn that on its head today. We're going to really take a, a look at intimate relationships through a perspective that we're going to hear from the communion of light as we again are able to eardrop in on the village, which is a metaphysical call that happens three times a week at communionoflight.com, where Frank Butterfield channels this powerful energy and today's show is dedicated to one very profound question that was asked in the village from a woman who really felt like maybe she was in the wrong relationship. And the reason she felt that way is because he wasn't as metaphysical or as spiritually evolved as she. And I know maybe many of you have had that circumstance where you think, do I have to leave this relationship because this person doesn't know all that I know about this spiritual understanding or this fuller, broader understanding of who and what we are. And I think you'll be surprised at the answer. So I welcome you to the show as we listen to this very profound question and really ask ourselves, are we truly ever in the wrong place? And is there always something giving to us in the moment? wherever we are, if we simply drop in and ask, what is here for me now? We're going to cut to the village call and hear a more, a very profound and intimate question about a personal relationship and talk more about coming to peace with where we are so that our broader knowing can be expanded. We play this excerpt with the permission of the Communion of Light, and we thank them so much for their participation in our show. If you'd like more information about them, go to communionoflight.com and join in on a village call. It's a pretty extraordinary place. Here we go. Hi, I have a question around the man that I am dating. When I've brought up conversations, uh, metaphysical in nature, just ideas, just interested um, and try to talk to him, he's he's obviously not interested. And that's okay to a degree, but um, there's something behind um, his reaction or the small things that he's, the few things that he says that um, is just really upsetting to me, and I'm not quite sure why. He doesn't downgrade them or or anything like that, out loud anyway, but I feel this sense of um, the sadness that I can't talk about these types of things with him. So I was wondering why why do I feel this sadness around it um, instead of just accepting that he's not interested? 
Well, you're probably not going to like the answer, but we're going to say it anyway quite directly, and that is that the reason why that you're feeling this sadness is because of what you believe it means to quote-unquote share something with someone else. You think that if you can connect with him in a very specific way on a very specific topic and that he's either in alignment with it or somewhat in agreement with it and you can talk about it, that then you're actually sharing an idea with each other and that somehow this has value that is important and meaningful and that is significant to you and it means that you are connected and the opposite of it means that you're not connected. Now, remember, when you have a thought and the vibration of that thought feels worse, it doesn't mean that what is going on is that something you're doing something wrong or that something has happened that you need to correct or fix. It just means that the attitude that you're holding through the thought is not in alignment with who you are. And that certainly is true here. If you think that connection with him, significant meaningful connection with him will happen through discussion of these topics, and in particular if you think that that will happen through discussion of these topics because your exploration of these topics has been liberating for you, and you notice that he is not interested in discussing these topics, and it looks like to you that what's happening here is that there's a disconnect or a cutting off or an unwillingness to look at, then of course your the meaning that you're assigning all of that is going to feel bad because you're giving it a meaning that it doesn't have and that contradicts the truth of who you are. So it's pretty simple for us to say, look, whether or not he can explore these topics with you or whether or not he wants to explore these topics with you, that's up to him. And it hurts to be in a relationship with someone and to look at what their preferences are and to decide that their preferences somehow or another do not allow you to fully connect with them because nothing could be further from the truth. So why is why is that nothing further further from the truth? Because I feel disconnected when we don't. You feel disconnected because you're you're conditioning connection on your ability to discuss this subject. Yeah. Well, that's not true. Just because he doesn't want to discuss this subject does not mean he does not want to connect with you. And just because he doesn't want to connect with you in the way that you want to connect with him through some sort of overt, obvious, physical way, in other words, talking about specific subjects or, in other words, it's look, if the analogy here that is very appropriate is if you were walking down the street and you put your hand in his and he pulled his hand away because he does not like to participate in public displays of affection and you felt bad, it would be for the same reason because of what you think it means that he does not want to display his affection for you publicly. It's the exact same thing. It doesn't mean he doesn't have affection for you. It doesn't mean he doesn't love you. It doesn't mean he doesn't like you. It doesn't mean he doesn't want to be connected with you. All that it means is that he's just not interested in that form of connection. 
the reason why it's sad to you is because you're making it mean this is how we actually connect. This is something that is important to me because through this limited, narrow bandwidth of conversation, this is how I will know that you actually are really connected to me. This is one of those instances where what is right in front of you, not we don't mean what your eyes can see, but literally what is right in front of you is much more powerful than the thing that you're looking for off in the distance. But you're not seeing it because you all you can see is what you don't have. It, again, within the context of this conversation, we're not saying that's generally true with this relationship. We just mean that the reason why it's sad is because you're constructing a limiting idea and then asking him to jump through a hoop for you and he's not going to want to. He, d he obviously doesn't. You know he doesn't. He said he doesn't. But yet you're conditioning your idea of connection through the thing that he's already told you he's not going to do. Do you understand that? Yeah, I do. So I the, do. The, the blunt thing that we could say here is you're just going to have to drop the subject. He doesn't want to talk to you about it. It has nothing to do with the nature or quality of your relationship. It's just that he's not wanting to connect with you in that way. But there are a thousand other ways, many of which you don't even know anything about, only because you haven't had time to explore them yet, that that connection is going to be not only possible, but also most likely deeper than this conversation could be. In a way, one of the things that you might want to think about is, in a way, having a conversation about these topics for him would be a purely intellectual exercise. They have no meaning. And you see, what he's really telling you, if you think about it, is he's saying, if you want to have meaningful connection, it's not going to be here. Do you understand that? I do. I do. I try not to push it because I I respect that in him. Um. Well, but you see, even that approach... We would suggest you just step back and say, I'm, I'm simply not going to talk to him about this. Not push, push it or don't push it, but if he's very clear about not wanting to discuss it, then why would you want to bring up the subject in the, any more or any further than what you have done thus far? Because for me, it's just, it's, a, it's fun. It's interesting to explore and... It's how I'm built. It's just, it's what I like to do. So um, when I feel that disconnection, um, but re but remember that but you're you've got these things confused. When you say when I feel that disconnection, you're thinking that you're talking about him, but you're talking about you. You're disconnecting from you because you're trying to make his relationship with you conditional on something. And that's not love. Love has no condition. Love allows all things. Ah, love allows all things. You've been listening to an excerpt from A Village Call from the Communion of Light, courtesy of Frank Butterfield and, and uh, the wonderful teacher that he is. And we're focusing on that teaching here on Everyday Attraction. Isn't that interesting? This ability that we have to assign meanings that often contradict our broader knowing. 
nothing can stop our deeper connection with anyone unless we assign meaning to them that then puts an artificial wall between us. There's so many forms of connection and it doesn't have to come through agreement on topics, whether it be political or spiritual or mathematical. I think we oftentimes will not see beyond those perceptions, those definitions, those intellectual um, manifestations and see beyond that, that our relationships are are so worthy of finding connections and there are thousands of ways that we can connect with one another and even in intimate relationships when we make these hard definitions about how someone has to be in order to have a connection with us we miss out on this other opportunity to connect but what I think was so critical in that last section and what really brought to my heart and my mind was that this is not love. That when I choose disconnection, hmm, let me say that again. She was saying, I feel disconnected. And what we're hearing from the communion, communion of light is that we choose disconnection. That disconnection is something that we choose and that it is not love because love is without condition. And love has no condition and love allows all things that it is not our job to line up with anyone or they to line up with us, but to be so allowing of that inner connection that is not intellectual, but is an inner alignment that allows you to connect in such a profound way that you can find connection with people and circumstances with such ease and such flow, because that's not where you're looking for your connection to source. It's not out there. And the sadness is only ever, ever a disconnection from ourselves, not about the other person. Interesting stuff. We'll be right back after the break. Stay tuned. You're listening to Everyday Attraction. We're going deep again and really discovering that you're never in the wrong place. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. When listeners like you contribute to the Unity Online Radio Network, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. To contribute, visit www.unity.fm and make a one-time donation or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. Have you ever considered that everything you think and say is a prayer to the universe? Are you sending a positive or negative message? Join Rev. Beverly Molander and her guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how you can activate your own power of yes. Using affirmative prayer or positive intention can make a big difference in the way you think, feel, and live. If you want help moving from chaos to clarity in relationships, health, prosperity, or work, this is the place for you. We'll have some how-to suggestions about how you can say yes more often from this point forward. 
Talk with Beverly Melander and her guest live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern. Affirmative Prayer, activating the power of yes, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Return to Everyday Attraction and the Metaphysical Porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual. Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio, where we reconnect with source, we reconnect with spirit, and specifically on today's show as we've been listening to a village call and a very poignant question asked about what what happens when I when this person in my life, whether it be a lover or a husband or a boyfriend or even a co-worker or someone in your life just doesn't see eye to eye with you, that there are so many differences, that there are, are ways that uh, disconnect us on the surface level, on the intellectual level. Today, we're talking about redefining love, redefining how we connect with one another, that we cannot be abandoned, that we only abandoned ourselves, that really the true relationship, the only relationship that we're seeking is one with our broader knowing, our source, our spirit, our holy self, that that is really what we want. And once we have that connection, once we foster that connection, once we have a relationship with that connection, then we can go out into the world and truly live an unconditionally loving life. It's an extraordinary journey to see that we don't have to hold anyone in our life in a place of having to be a certain way or know certain things or even have the depth of understanding that we have about our own source. It is only our internal connection that matters because that is where we discover true love. And then we move it out into the world, into our relationships. Our blessing is right here in the seeming contrast. That which seems out of place has within it that kernel of understanding that when we turn within, we can find connection, we can find love. We go back now to this very poignant village call, and this segment again is is given to us in courtesy of the Communion of Light, and we hope that you enjoy and really allow this opportunity to uh, perhaps give to you more freedom in your relationships. Here we go. And obviously, this topic, which is very rarefied in your culture, the topic of metaphysics, which most people are not interested in. And we're not saying, well, you shouldn't be interested in it either. Obviously not. What we're saying is, it's not his job to line up with you, to be available to you, to talk to you about what you want to talk about. Just like it's not your job to line up with him and to talk to him about what he wants to talk about. It's your job to line up with you. And that inner alignment doesn't necessarily mean or have really anything to do with what you talk about. That's just intellectual exploration, which is fine and wonderful. But you know very clearly he's not interested in that. The sadness that you're feeling has to do with the ways in which you're making your experience of who you are conditional. 
it's sad to disconnect from you because that moves you away from the truth of who you are. But he's not playing any role in that other than just facilitating something that you would do otherwise. Do you understand that? Yeah. I guess at what point do I honor what I really want in a relationship where I really want well, to have... look, you're thinking, but you're thinking about it philosophically. Step back for just a moment and think of it in these very stark terms. Does it feel better to you to think about finding someone else to be in relationship with right now? Not now, no. Then you know the answer to your question. There is no philosophical answer to... Well, there's really... In fact, there's really no philosophical answer to any question that's meaningful. It's interesting to kick around like looking at a used car and kicking the tires and saying, oh, well, I wonder if this is good. I wonder if that's good. Well, it's just so much wondering. But your intuition is telling you right now, your intuition is telling you exploration of this idea does not feel good. You can tell because of the sadness that arises. You're thinking the sadness has to do with something that you're doing wrong or that he's doing wrong. But it's not anything to do with that. It has to do with the disconnection that you're declaring by saying, if you don't speak with me about this topic, then you don't love me, like me, want me, are connected with me, etc., etc., etc. None of which is true. When you're making it conditional, you're disconnecting from yourself. You're cutting yourself off from source. That's why it feels bad. Look, you don't really understand what we're saying here. It's not that you're not capable of understanding. You're quite capable. It's that you've got him as the thing that needs to happen in order for you to have what you want too much up in the foreground, and you're not really paying attention to what is actually going on, which is the tremendous amount of love that is there. Now, whether or not it fits your preferences, we can't tell you. We don't know. Only you know that. But in that very blunt, direct asking of the question, does it feel better to you to stay or to go, you know the answer to that question. And that's all that really matters, because either you're going to spend more time with him or you're not. And in each moment, you make that decision. And it's not a big, huge, gigantic, oh my goodness, I've got to make a commitment forever. We would never suggest you ever do that, by the way. But we understand why you do. But even that, if you use that as a as a cudgel to hit yourself over the head over and over and over again, when you're not getting what you want and you're wondering why it feels so bad, then you're kind of defeating the purpose of being in a relationship with anyone at all. The purpose of being in the relationship is A, for the fun of it, and B, for what it brings you in terms of your ability to see who you are and your ability to express who you want to express yourself as. And not every person wants to express and experience everything about you with you. And just like you don't, there's things that he wants to talk about that you're not interested in. It's the same sort of thing. It's just a matter of whether or not you are going to allow yourself to experience yourself in the fullness of you, which is not what you think. It's not being able to talk about anything you want to talk about or 
go anywhere you want to go or do anything you want to do. It's being able to notice right in the moment where you are in relationship to you, all of which is being facilitated by the relationship that you're having with this person, who is, of course, an expression of unconditional love, just as you are. I actually had the thought that the sadness was because I know that I can't be in a relationship like this forever, and I'm just so tired of saying goodbye to relationships. And like, no, the sadness... Like but you see, but your your life is not a Hollywood movie. First of all, second of all, everything that you just expressed has to do with how you're disconnecting from you. All if you think about what you just said, all of those statements are conditional, 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 conditional. I can't have this. That's conditional. I can't do that if he doesn't do this. That's conditional that anything that's conditional disconnects you from your source. Now, we're not saying don't have preferences because it's your preferences and their conditionality that brings about the uniqueness of your life. The issue happens, what you're noticing right now, is what happens when in a relationship you make your behavior or someone else's behavior the hallmark by which you're going to measure what love is there. And behavior has nothing to do with love. Behavior is an expression of alignment or lack of alignment, depending upon how you look at it. But it's behavior is a very, very, very passing, transient thing. Behavior is just as temporary as anything else you'll experience here in the physical plane. But your experience of this relationship is eternal. It, it started long ago, and it will go on long past the existence of your body because you're relating as source energy to another piece of source energy. But the thing we really want to say, very practically speaking, right down on the ground, is that it is not his job or the job of anyone else to show up in the way that you want them to show up in. It's your job to show up in the way that you want to show up because you're the only one that you have any real power over. Now, we're not talking about the idea of creating your reality right now because you're not at all having that conversation with us. You're very much in the effect and not really at all in the cause. But even in the effect, all your power is in your behavior and in your actions and in the thoughts that you think. And if you're thinking, well, I can't be in a relationship with someone who doesn't want to discuss these things. That's a very powerful personal preference. The reason why sadness would rise up and not relief is because when you are thinking that thought and you are thinking, he's not giving me what I want, what that's what it looks like on the surface. But what's really going on is I'm not recognizing the truth of who I am through this experience. I'm disconnecting myself from me because I want things to look a certain way to me and I don't have them. When the thought of I can't be in a relationship with someone who's not wanting to discuss these things feels like relief, it's because what you've decided is this is what is really important to me and this is something I will have and it doesn't matter who I'm in relationship with, this is going to happen. But you see, in order for that to really, really occur, you would have to let go of the idea that there's the one person that you're going to be married to for the rest of your life that is going to provide you with the things that you're unable or unwilling or seem to be incapable of providing for yourself. 
Oh boy, we are getting schooled today by the communion of light. <laughs> oh man, that is some really powerful stuff, especially if you have that experience of, of being in a relationship and finding yourself so much in your head about whether to stay or go. It's really, really interesting. And that segment, you know, we talked, uh, Frank and, and the communion of light talked a lot about um, you know, this understanding that if we can stay in the moment, we can stay in the moment and remember that we're truly in relationships for one, the fun of it, and our ability to express who we are. But we don't have to be received in every rainbow of our expression by one person. We put so much pressure often on our intimate relationships that they have to hold all the different expressions of us. And if they are not able to do that, then we simply walk away and call it impossible. It's okay to have preferences, as they spoke about, that preferences are, are part of, of being alive. But this rigidity, this uh, way that we take behavior and we make behavior a hallmark of whether or not someone deserves love or not. The Communion of Light talked about that, that behavior at its essence is an expression of alignment or not alignment not whether or not someone is deserving of love. That is a condition that we have put on uh, from our intellectual place, from our surface mind. But our deep knowing is that whether someone is in alignment or not, whether their behavior is in alignment with their broader self or not, that does not determine their ability to be or their deservability of love. And that we really are in relationship, truly, Pieces of source talking to one another. Source to source. Did you hear that? You just need to show up and know that you are talking to another part of God and that all your power is in your thoughts and your ability to know that this truly is another piece of source energy that you're speaking to. But, you know, we have learned over and over again that the question is not should I... Should I leave or should I stay? But how does it feel? How does it feel? And if it feels relief to leave, then you know the answer. If it doesn't feel good to leave, whether that be an intimate relationship or a work relationship or whatever relationship that you are in that has meaning for you, if it doesn't feel good then there's an opportunity to retranslate what is happening. And as we're hearing these teachers, we can take to heart that as source energy, we can move back from this ability and this need to so severely judge behavior and step back and really see that, um, that truly they are an expression of God and that we are so tied up in conditions and that there is an opportunity for us to have more freedom in our lives because we can be in so many more relationships than we're allowing ourselves to be because we release this criteria, this need to be able to come to eye to eye on every intellectual sort of space. And, and I think that it's so powerful to step back and say that, that there is more freedom in our ability to commune with other pieces of source in our lives and that we can find more joy if we 
release the need for them to show up in a certain way, to speak a certain way, to be a certain way. And that we, we really do um, confine ourselves when we ask others in our lives to provide alignment for us. When we require them to be a certain way so that we can feel good, knowing that that is never, ever going to work. It's too much work to go around trying to control circumstances and control people, persons. We all know that that is a lost game. But to stand back and realign oneself and to find that place of broader knowing. We can be in many more relationships than we're perhaps allowing ourselves to be. Because we can see that from a broader perspective, I don't need anyone to be any way in order for me to find my God, my inner knowing, my power. It's a fantastic trip to freedom that we're being offered here in these powerful teachings. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll go deeper into the knowing that you're never in the wrong place, but there is also an opportunity to redefine how you see what is happening. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be back after the break. Join your favorite Unity Online Radio hosts for Cruise in the Caribbean, November 10th to 17th, 2012. On this fun-filled Caribbean adventure, enjoy sunshine, exceptional dining, and island excursions. Feed your spirit with music, message, and meditation, plus one-on-one time with some of your favorite hosts. That's Cruise in the Caribbean, November 10th to 17th, 2012. To learn more, go to unity.fm slash cruise. A little more sunset, a little more sea, a little less do and a lot more be. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Don't think about it. Let it unfold. You've been listening to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. To learn more, become a fan of our Facebook page. Search for Everyday Attraction or email us at everydayattraction at unity.fm. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed. Welcome back to the show. If you're just joining us this hour, we are talking about freedom. We're talking about freedom in acceptance of those in our lives of our relationships. We're talking this hour about the freedom to accept differences, the freedom to allow a variance of expressions and the ability for us to go to a place of unconditional love for those in our lives. We're also talking about freeing ourselves from the need to control others, the need for others to be a certain way, to do certain things in order for us to find 
our peace of mind, our alignment. It is such a moment of deep, fresh air when you can finally realize that the only relationship that you truly quest after is that relationship with your inner being, the relationship with source. And then every other relationship in our lives comes together in this beautiful, funny, lovely expression of variance and unconditional love. It's all there is. And I am somehow astounded when I hear these teachings and I think about the suffering that we do in our lives when we make other people responsible for our own alignment, our own happiness, our own ability to be in the world fully. We're going to rejoin this wonderful expression from the communion of light as they assist a person who is really struggling with how to be in a relationship with a significant other who basically doesn't share the same type of love of metaphysics that they do. And in that contrast lies an amazing opportunity to find oneself, one's broader knowing, and to experience a a kind of relationship that goes beyond human form. Let's rejoin the conversation. Again, we're listening to the communion of light And we thank Frank Butterfield and the village for allowing us to share in this beautiful unfolding. Here we go. You're thinking, well, I can't be in a relationship with someone who doesn't want to discuss these things. That's a very powerful personal preference. The reason why sadness would rise up and not relief is because when you are thinking that thought and you are thinking, he's not giving me what I want, what that's what it looks like on the surface, but what's really going on is I'm not recognizing the truth of who I am through this experience. I'm disconnecting myself from me because I want things to look a certain way to me and I don't have them. When the thought of I can't be in a relationship with someone who's not wanting to discuss these things feels like relief, it's because what you've decided is this is what is really important to me and this is something I will have and it doesn't matter who I'm in relationship with, this is going to happen. But you see, in order for that to really, really occur, you would have to let go of the idea that there's the one person that you're going to be married to for the rest of your life that is going to provide you with the things that you're unable or unwilling or seem to be incapable of providing for yourself. That thought is pretty sad. That thought hurts a lot because it's conditional, 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 conditional. It's like clapping somebody in chains and saying, you must stay connected to me forever. And by forever, what I mean is a really, really, really long time. And in so doing, you've got to provide me with the things that I'm wanting that I don't seem to be able to provide for myself, none of which is true. That hurts. It hurts because you're disconnecting you from source energy. You're putting your experience of you as an unlimited being of light, and we mean it quite literally in that way, you're putting that part of you in a place of great distress and a place of great disconnection, and it's painful. It's not painful because and because the fairy tale is not going to come true. It's painful because you're entertaining the fairy tale. Because the fairy tale says you're the one thing that is the condition upon which the fullness of my life will be experienced. That's a heavy trip. 
to put it mildly. And it's not a trip that you're playing on someone else. It's a trip that you're playing on yourself. Do you understand that? Um, I'm, I get confused with the... If this is a reflection of the lack of con- connection I have with myself. Is, am I not feeling connected to myself? You are disconnected. No, 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 no. You are actively disconnecting yourself from yourself. You're saying, he's he's got to talk to me about the things I want to talk about. Otherwise, I'm not going to be happy. That's disconnecting you from you. Okay. It's saying, my happiness is reliant upon a thing, a person, a situation, very specifically, that must happen. So if you remember, we said to one of our friends, when she came to us and said, look, you said to me that everyone everywhere wants to help me, but when I asked my specific friend for help, she didn't want to. And we said, well, that's why we say everyone everywhere wants to help you, because generally speaking, everyone everywhere does want to help you. Even if your specific friend doesn't, everyone everywhere wants to help you. So if you don't find what you're looking for through that channel, it will come to you through another channel. If you're boyfriend does not want to speak with you about metaphysical topics, you will find someone else who wants to speak with you about metaphysical topics, particularly as long as you don't make it a conditional thing in your relationship with your boyfriend. Because there's a lot more going on there than just intellectual conversations. Which, as we said, that's what it would be for him. And yes, you can certainly have another relationship with someone else, whether it's the same kind of relationship or a different kind of relationship where these things are discussed. You'll have to get off the idea that it's sad that you don't have it. You'll have to get off the idea that somehow or another it's being withheld from you. In other words, you're going to have to be able to look at it and say that what you're wanting is coming to you and it's coming to you through a multitude of channels. And it's not just any one specific person, but it's the feeling of, the delight of, that connection that you're looking for. But it's very disconnecting to say that I've got to have it through a specific person. That doesn't recognize the truth of who you are because what it does is it makes your source very conditional that it's got to come through this one person. And then how does preference come in? Just a simple preference that I want it. Well, preference is pre- we, we that's what we've been saying. You're completely you should have your preference. But what we're saying is if you're preferring that he do something very specific for you, that's not going to work out very well. Something we don't have to tell you, you're standing right in the middle of it. You understand that very well because it's happening right as we speak. The difference is that to get him to change, or rather the solution is not to get him to change his behavior. Because that's a zero-sum game. It's not going to work at all. The solution is for you to change your mind about what it is that you're really wanting. To notice that the truth of what you're wanting, the thought that feels better, is going to be something along the lines of this. And it's not going to be exactly this, but it'll be along these lines. And that is that the most important relationship I have is with me, which is, which is exactly right. It, all other relationships are a reflection of my relationship with me, capital M-E. In other words, your relationship with your own inner being. 
Every other relationship flows from that. So my relationship with my own inner being is an unlimited relationship that has no boundaries, that has no limitations whatsoever, where I'm fully connected, even if I don't recognize it. So it's that relationship that is the most important one. And I will cultivate that relationship and then let everything else be what it is so that it can, each of these other relationships, whether it's with your child or your spouse or your parent or the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker, so that all of those relationships can come into their fullness. If you're saying, I'm not going to be happy unless this person does what I want him to do, you're disconnecting yourself from yourself, from your inner being. Because you're saying, this is the place where this is going to happen. And that is very painful, as you well know, because it's happening right now. So turn away from him as being the source of that kind of connection and turn back into yourself and notice that where you are is a really good place to be and that you are in a very good relationship with your inner being and that the extension of that relationship flows into your relationship with this man and with your children and with the butcher and the baker and the candlestick maker and they're all there because you asked them to be there. That's your personal preference. And yes, you want to fine-tune aspects of your relationships with each of these people so that it gets better and better and better. But a lot of that fine-tuning is going to be letting go, letting go, letting go, stepping back, stepping back, opening up, opening up, and allowing, allowing, allowing. It's not going to be to clamp down on them and say, you've got to behave in this way so that I get what I want. It's to step back and say, I can have what I want, so I'm going to open up and allow everything that I'm wanting to flow to me without trying to make it happen through any one particular relationship or venue or specific channel. That's the answer. Do you understand that? Yes, thank you. Very good. And we thank you very much for your very delicious question here today. Very delicious indeed. You've been listening to the Communion of Light as part of our Everyday Attraction radio show today on Unity FM. What an extraordinary exchange that, you know, kept leading back to the same idea that one person should never be given the burden of fulfilling or completing our experience, our happiness, our ability to be fully in the world. I think it hurts us and the person that we put that kind of burden on to try to be so much. And I think in particular, the kinds of pressures that we put on our spouses to be that everything. And when they don't match up or they don't follow along as we change and change exactly or similarly in the way that we change, that we call the relationship off or unsuccessful, there's so much more potential There's so much more opportunity for us to go back again and again to the only relationship that ever matters, and that is with our inner being. You know, we have this idea that I can't have what I want because you, whatever that you is, can't give it to me. That you could be a spouse, that you could be money, that you could be a job, but it's such a false premise 
that we have to wake up and realize that that is something that has to change inside of us, that we have to change that perspective, that it's never, ever about what's out there. It is only about what our internal relationship is with our God, our source, our inner being, the capital M-E. And everything flows from that light. It's so powerful to wake up that the only reason that something is painful is because we've forgotten who we are. We've forgotten that we are these powerful, powerful beings of light. And, you know, there is only an opportunity here to say that nothing outside of this relationship with my source is going to hold my happiness, is going to hold my ability to be joyful and fully in the world. It's a moment of truly taking back our power. But we also need to cultivate that relationship with source, cultivate that relationship with our inner being, to truly feel that there is a communion, a connection, uh, a deep understanding of those guides and those sources and that infinite wisdom that surrounds us every moment of our lives. But it is also so exciting to wake up and say that no one can take my happiness from me. I can only give it away by my perceptions of thinking that something outside of me can fulfill me. That doesn't mean we can't be happy and fully alive and reliant on our relationships. That doesn't mean we can't have these rich relationships that depend on each other, that fulfill um, our desires. But at the core of it, we just can't put our misunderstanding onto some other person, place, or circumstance to allow us to feel whole. Because truly, we are never anything but whole. And it is only the stories that make it something other than that. So we get to wake up this hour and recognize that we are source and source is unconditional love. So we have within us the dynamics, the capacity, the understanding, the ability to see through the eyes of source, to see through the great teachers, to see through the eyes that Jesus saw through for unconditional love. And yes, we can have our preferences, but they're not demanding. They're not lines in the sand that says you must be this way or believe this or that in order for me to love you and to have you in my life. The solution is never, ever about getting anyone or anything to change in order to please us because we are truly pleased already. And wasn't that a beautiful way to wrap up the hour? And clearly, this is the everyday takeaway, that the most important relationship, again, is within our own connection with this God, this source, this Almighty, and that is such an intimate relationship that can't be defined by anyone else but you and your inner being. But then all the relationships come from there. (laughs) It flows from that The healthy relationships flow from that relationship with my inner being because it is without boundaries and it is fully connected and it gives me a place of deep allowing. And from there, I can create, I can be with many facets and many types of people. 
I can create lit relationships that go way beyond the intellectual surfacing of who we think we are. And that it is within that place that we can truly experience how fantastic the diversity is amongst all these pieces of source as they come together in this kaleidoscope of gorgeous light. We have so much freedom. And I hope this hour there has been a moment in this discussion that allows you to take a deeper breath and know that there is an opportunity to truly be free, to love and to be loved. We thank you for joining us this hour and we look forward as we always do to being with you again on Everyday Attraction. Be well. See you next time. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is a part of the Align Radio Network at www.alignradio.com and sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction. Are you ready for deeper spiritual breakthroughs? Have you wondered how to apply spiritual principles to your everyday life in practical ways? Do you feel your soul is calling you to deeper purposes? Join Reverend Galen McDowell live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central for Truth Transforms, a discussion on how God within you, as you, is the power to transform your life. If you really believe that consciousness determines your experiences and that you are an individualized expression of God, join us as we help awaken and transform the consciousness of humanity. We will discuss, through lecture, live interviews and call-in questions, spiritual healing, prayer, prosperity, forgiveness, new thought views about eternal life, and much more. The world is waiting for your truth transformation, only on Unity Online Radio.